Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speak podcast. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. This is the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. Now, two million plays and more. Oh, yeah, yeah, over, over, over two million. Yeah. So, you know, over two million uh, podcasts served, and we're really grateful for everyone who's listened to us on StarTelegram.com, DFW.com over the years. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, iTunes. And, and iTunes. <laughs> Definitely on iTunes. Keep playing and go back, play them all, collect them all, hear them all, uh, gather all the collective wisdom of, uh, of Steve and, and all the, uh, the Eat Speed guests of the past. We're at a really... It feels really weird to be here today because we're in Bird Cafe, which has been in downtown Fort Worth for, what do we say, six, seven years? And the new chef here is a guy who's been in downtown Fort Worth before, knows his way around incredibly well, and, you know, I I really uh, am am just uh, thrilled to see that the the new Bird Cafe chef, Brian Olinjack. Brian, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, is this as weird for you as it is for us? Well, you know, back in 1995, when I first came to Fort Worth, I was up in a big tower. Just say last century. That's last century, last say. century. Uh, this was a stomping ground for me here after work. Yeah, when, when, when there was a flying, flying saucer. saucer. Yeah. Yes. So it's actually weird. To, I mean, when I first walked back in here, it was really weird. Yeah. Oh, we all went to the Flying Saucer and the 80, and, yes. and the Bird Cafe was the Flying Saucer, and yes. the 80 is now, now is now the Flying, flying Saucer. saucer so. Yes. So yeah. it's yeah, it's been it's very eerie, kind of. It's I mean, it's you walk in, I'm looking for the taps. I'm looking, <laughs> thinking it's work's done. It's time to have a drink and relax. So but, I mean, what in the world? Um, how do you make come full circle and come back into this chef gig? It's you went to the, Arlington. Yeah, I did go to Arlington, and I was there for what eleven, almost twelve years. Yeah, that was the first consulting for first chef-driven restaurant in yes. the ballpark stadium area. Area, and you know, one you know, you're very popular when the stadium opened and all the it Cowboys was people and everything. Extremely, ex- extremely uh, good to go to Arlington. Yeah, uh, had a lot of fun. We did. We were very successful there. Um, again, good things always come to an end. It ended ended up doing some consulting in between that and uh it, it it came to a point to where i needed to get back in the business yeah and uh i've been i've been on my own for 16 years and it was fun it was a great run had a, i mean just had a great time doing it but missed that big city or bigger city i should bigger say city. bigger city well the food you've done whether it was as a chef at riata chisholm club all in jacks uh in, in your consulting gigs uh, I mean, you, you always wind up doing, you know, good food that appeals to Fort Worth. It's got a little spice to it. It's got a little, uh, it's got a little zing to it. It's something that people really take to. And so having you come back into the middle of downtown is just a perfect fit. Well, it, it, it was a perfect fit. When I got, uh, when I put myself back on the market, I got a phone call within a couple of days from a, uh, from an individual saying, Hey, I've got, I've got something for you. Yeah. And I'm like, where? And he's like, downtown Fort Worth. He wouldn't say exactly where the restaurant, but he said downtown Fort Worth. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, it's not Riata. And it's, you know, so I was starting to go through some of the, some of the, uh, some of the names. And he's like, I'll get back with you. Let me, let me make a phone call. And when he did, he's like, it's Bird Cafe. And it kind of shocked me. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that phone call. Steve, you've been to Bird Cafe. What do you remember when Bird Cafe opened? What was it? What was the menu like? And how do you see it changing? Well, uh, originally, uh, in the evening, it was kind of like uh, little sample plates, and they would tell you to get, you know, like four or five plates each, and and uh, it was kind of like uh, 
like tapas sort of in a way. Yeah, but, uh, and it didn't work for anybody going to the show or going to the bass uh-huh, hall. But, but their lunches yeah. were pretty much a regular lunch. Yeah, everybody, and the word got around, you know, nobody can understand what Bird Cafe is doing at night, but their brunch is great. And yes. that was, the, recommend, that was yeah. the, mm-hmm. the reputation of Bird. And it originally was a twin to Meddlesome Moth in Dallas and kind of a beer pub, gastro pub. And that's all changed now. So talk about what had already changed at Bird, and then what you're going. What's changing now? Well, a couple of years ago, it, it changed to doing more of a just a normal normal menu, normal plates. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, salad, appetizers, entrees, desserts, and so um, I I have been brought in to kind of streamline it. And you know, the concept is a southern southern food concept, and so my my uh, vision is to take it back to that to that road get it back on the line and and continue the placement of of you know good food approachable um but having fun with it and doing some unique things and and with i guess with my background uh especially with olin jacks i'm going to steer it back into that direction um i know i've been asked if i'm going to do some dishes from olin jacks and really no i'm not I mean, this is a, it's not the same concept, and it's again, it's, and, a, it's and, a different page. And it's 2019, and it's 2019. Yes, yeah. it is. It's you know, it's turn the page or even open a new book, but have some fun, and that's the so one. So, what thing are I some like things it. you're going to do? What are some things that you might add or, or tweak? We're we're gonna we're gonna add some new seafood to the to the menu. We're gonna add a couple steaks to the menu. Seafood would be good. Um, I, again, being in Fort Worth for so many years and having so much success. Um, in Tarrant County, say they to trust me in the, the direction. Wants. Yes, what the market wants. So I'm going to give them what the market wants, but at the same time, try to keep that bird uniqueness to it. And uh, so it's seafood, it's steaks, um, it's changing up the appetizer menu. Um, we've already done a lot of the dessert changes already, um, and we're it's it just it, it's making it more cus- customer friendly. Uh, have you tweaked the grilled cheese with the tomato basil soup? Because that's like no, that, that was the no, go-to. I, well, no, I that you know, uh, and half the people at lunch eat the grilled cheese yes, with they the tomato do. basil and so, soup. So no, that that will still stay the same. <laughs> so which is it's a really good grilled cheese. It is a grilled cheese. Grilled, it great could use grilled like cheese. Some, you know, some options, some bacon, tomato. Yes. Yeah, it could use some options. Yes, and and we'll do that. And that's kind of going forward. You know, I've been here for a couple of weeks now, and it's just trying to understand the customer base understand what they're looking for and trying to roll into what I want to make changes to and and right now we've been doing a lot of things with specials and the specials have gone over very well and so it's kind of given me kind of or I should say what I thought it was going to be is exactly what's happening with the specials and what the people are looking mm-hmm. for and so um, do you still do like a risotto of the day? We do have a risotto of the day. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we're still doing that. And it's, you know, it's being unique and it's understanding, you know, that there's certain directions you can go in Fort Worth and there's mm-hmm. certain directions you can't. This isn't mm-hmm. New York or Chicago or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, right. the, the, the eating habits are very, uh, I mean, no different than those cities, but they're a little more subtle in what they want. They're not looking for the craziness. I've always liked the daily soups. So yeah, you're still yes. doing daily soups oh, and yes. stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Daily uh-huh. soups. And then when uh, David McMillan was yes. here, when David was here, his, uh, one of his real trademarks was you know, upgrading the desserts and the, the cobblers. And the and that's and, and, and we're that, doing that, that right now. That has been something mm-hmm. that's been a bird, yes. uh, real hallmark, too, is people will say, gosh, don't eat much and save room for the cobbler. Well, then that's, you know, what, what I've changed on the desserts. I, uh, desserts were doing good. But I've kind of individualized them to where everything is like we just made a uh, uh, playing around, made a individualized apple pie. Yeah. But it's 
made for two. And so, and for us, which is nice, we make everything from scratch in house. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's having fun with that. It's do, so it's, it's really grabbing onto the season and doing things that are seasonal with, with the desserts. So is it around the same size as the pot pies y'all do? Yes. Okay, yeah. This yeah. is all real general. We need to tell people, if you come to Bird and you've never been to Bird, what do you want them to order? What are the things on the menu right now that you think uh, Bird does best? I don't think there is a bad dish on the menu, to be honest. I think they all work. But, again, it's there's some uniqueness to the dishes. There's some, uh, you know, some of the ingredients. You're being such a diplomat. I am being a diplomat. <laughs> Well, I do like the risotto of the day. Yeah, risotto like, of the day. Uh, I mean, that's one of my favorites, and I do. And uh, and uh, a lot of times when I order like a lunch sandwich, I'll get. Uh, uh, you know, they normally come with chips, but they'll 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 give you a cup of soup if you ask. Yes, and, and, yeah. And it's really it's really good. Well, and I will do. I mean, well, if you want, we've got chips, we got fries, we've got salads, we've got soup, mm-hmm. so we can do any of that. You know, the menu is unique in itself. Um, I and. I think it goes in a lot of different directions, so that's why it's kind of hard for me to, to say, you know, th- th- there isn't a bad dish. There really isn't. But it's again, it's based upon your, your taste profile. Mm-hmm. I think it gets a little too exotic right now. I guess that I, would be my default at this point. It gets I, a little I think, exotic. I think the patrons would agree it gets a little too there, exotic. Yeah. But there are a lot of items on here that's yes. been, been here since day one. Yes. See on here. Yes, there has been. Mm-hmm. And, and some of those and some of those items are going to stay. stay. Right. They're going to yeah. stay just because they're successful and, and mm-hmm. it's kind of the it's the signature dishes of, of the cafe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You know, Bird Cafe, work in progress. Correct. Uh, what's, Correct. And what's going on? We talked a little bit with John Bunnell last week about the general Sundance <laughs> Dining, you know, Adrian Versiaga from the Moderns now that got dining guru, and there there's an effort to kind of upgrade all the dining in Sundance and and incorporate the plaza more in the dining options. What do you know? Tell us what you've heard. Well, uh, I've talked to talked to him a couple times now. Um, Adrian came from the Modern. He yes, he the, did. The yes, very he did. talented manager. Of yes, the he is very very talented. Uh, you know, he, he was hired on to enhance the experience of. Sundance Square for the patrons coming in, visitors out of town, whatever it may be. We've got a very good rapport with him. He's, uh, I mean, we just oh, met with him you. on, yeah. two, uh, was it, oh, Monday. We just met with him on Monday again, and he's extremely excited that I'm here. His job is to get everyone to understand what the customer base is and give them what they want. Well, they want you to be a kind of an anchor restaurant here. Yes. And to, be, and to have a bigger footprint. Yes. And to be more than just one of the restaurants on the plaza. Correct. They want you to be. Well, they, don't, a, they don't want us to be just your common, you know, basic restaurant. They yeah. want us to be unique and, and to highlight us with the with the consumer that is coming into Sunday yeah. Square. And I guess I should ask about the the pressure of serving the crowd that's rushing over to the opera, the symphony. That's not something Bird was good at in the beginning. We will be good at it, okay. and uh, and with with my prior life with Olin Jacks, we did you know we were well, less than a mile. We were less than a mile from the from the stadium. We were point seven of a mile. I know that for a fact. Point yeah. seven of a mile. We we'd feed five hundred people in three hours, yeah. and so that's part of the the evolution or the transition that we are going to make going forward. And and again, we've got the beautiful Bass Hall, literally kitty corner to our to our restaurant and we do get a lot of people out of that and so we're gonna that is a main part of the menu development of, of making sure that we can execute it in a timely fashion tell us one crazy story about something that happened during all those cowboy years or somebody famous who was in the restaurant or what's a story that you tell about being the restaurateur being where we were located 
we had so many celebrities that walked in the door just because of Cowboy Stadium. And I mean, we, we from uh, uh, Martha Stewart was there. Um, literally every Cowboy player has been there. But I, the one that really, I, I the story I always go back to is is, uh, and we're going to go back a little bit here when the Rangers were purchased by and Nolan Ryan was part of that group. Nolan was a regular of our restaurant, and when he purchased the Rangers, purchased it, then they went into bankruptcy court. Um, got that all finished like six or seven o'clock in the morning. And his first stop when he was done was at to the restaurant. He was knocking on the front door. I walked up there and I was kind of shocked. I didn't, you know, it was like 930 in the morning. I'm like, what can I do for you? And he's like, hey, can I just come in, sit down? We're, I'm waiting on my daughter. We're going to have dinner or have lunch. Sorry, not dinner, have lunch. And I was able to sit there and shake his hand and say, we are very proud that you bought the Rangers. And that was one of those stories that, you know, one of those times where, of all places he could have picked, he came to my place to sit down and have lunch and yeah. to, to get away. And, and we fed him early, too, because he just wanted to relax. I think, I think with all the pressure and all the excitement that was around that whole couple weeks that was going on, I think it finally got to him a little bit. He just wanted to get away from everybody and just relax. And chill. Yeah. Well, you'll have the same experience here during the Clyburn competition, except there'll be in 18 languages that they'll be yes, coming over. Yes, yes, yes. Knocking on the door mm-hmm. wanting to rest. Well, and and that's kind of what we're I'm excited about going forward with is, is to take care of – I mean, I'm not saying the reputation is bad. The reputation is great here. It's now take, – let's take it to another level. Uh, I'm going to get back to this Martha Stewart. <laughs> Matt, is she, is she a Ranger or a Cowboy fan? What she was, was in for the Cowboys. <laughs> did, she, Cowboys. Okay. did she eat the chicken fried steak? <laughs> no, she had my grilled cheese at oh, the Oh, okay, good. All right. Which was funny. Yeah. And she actually – I think she actually wrote about it. So, which was – I mean, she put a little blurb, I think, in the magazine we got on that. But – the celebrities that came into the restaurant, it was endless. You had a lot Bowl. of good following and a lot of good pub. Yeah. And at a time when, like, that was before, like, the Guy Fieri started coming yes. to the Little Arlington places. And yes. you got a lot of good buzz. And, you, yeah. you know, during that early, that was the early chef-driven concept. Yeah. Time. Well, I mean, it's it was one of those to where, you know, again, we can go back. You know, everyone thought I was crazy to go to Arlington with that. And I said, well, let just let me figure this out and do the food I normally do. And we became kind of a cult favorite over there. Now, you're from Chicago. Didn't people think you were crazy to come to Texas? That's a totally different subject. (laughs) You know what, though? They thought I was crazy to come to Texas 20-some years ago, but now they're envious that I've come to Texas. Well, you say you were the only non-Texan of all the cowboy chefs and all the... Correct, correct. I'm the only non-native Texan, but I fit in really well. And that's, you know, and I I bring that back to Riata when I first went there. They welcomed me with open arms when I came to Fort Worth. And it was was one of those two situations to where I felt at home here. It's one of, you know, sometimes you, you find your home by mistake and i kind of found it by mistake some of these restaurants you weren't as crazy as the crazy texans and that's why you hung around correct correct steve is there anything yeah i know we want to talk about some of the openings and closings and news of the week is there Mm -hmm. anything that uh, you've tried anything big this week i mean we have all these you you mentioned some openings and kind of gear ups that you're looking at uh yeah well we got the let's see hotbox they're they're uh you know the biscuits hotbox biscuit club right, on right, south Maine. right yeah they're they're actually having a, a press thing here soon to the list take a look at it and they'll be opening in uh late september at some point mm-hmm. mid to late september mm-hmm. so we'll see that they've been a pop-up mm-hmm. brunch uh 
email club that now is opening mm-hmm. a restaurant in yeah. South Main Village. And I think they're starting to do their pop-ups there now. You know, the, they used to do it at different locations, and uh, but once they, you know, once they they're, it's, uh, they they're open up and be just a full-time restaurant, I think. I'm glad to see that. It's easy to do pop-ups that are once. It's not easy, but it's uh-huh. it's easier to do it once a month or once every couple mm-hmm. of weeks than to open, you know, seven days lunch and dinner. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to see some of the pop-ups kind of right. getting into the real competition. Then uh, Melt downtown. That's uh, Melt ice cream. Yeah, I think it's uh, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, that's a premium, super premium ice cream opens mm-hmm. in the Sundance Square. Uh, I'm just looking around. Um, you know, one of the big deals is that Chef Point Cafe in Colleyville is open. You know, we've always talked about Chef Point Cafe. has been on all the national food shows. It was the, the Calamari Conoco. It was a place in Watauga. They in finally Conoco. gave them money to buy, to, to make a real restaurant. They have a real <laughs> restaurant. They, they couldn't get any money to open a restaurant, so they opened a Conoco and served uh, uh-huh. duck a l'orange. Right. You know, so, uh-huh. Well, now they have enough money to open a restaurant. Right. So okay. the first Chef Point Cafe without gas pumps <laughs> is now open in Colleyville on 121. It's a beautiful restaurant. Uh, you know, it's it's a broad menu, beautiful restaurant, big place. You know, I hope they're able to to, uh, to sustain that. I hope the people in Colleyville come out and help them. By the way, they've done so well that the old location in Watauga, they took out the gas pumps. Oh, so okay. They finally let go of the the SIGs uh, and two gallons of gas sales, and, you know, now they're just doing dining. It, I was going to say, it doesn't, uh, if you go to the Watauga location, it doesn't look like a gas station. It no longer yeah, looks right. like a gas station. It's amazing. What First time know. I walked in. You know, there was a stack of Quaker State cases, motor oil, and then on the top it said, tonight's special duck a l'orange. And I thought, all right, this place is going to be a hit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. So, yeah, Chef Point opens down in Mansfield, uh, and that's on uh, one, uh, 121 between Hall Johnson and Glade, I think. Uh, down in Mansfield, the new Casa Jacaranda is open. That's this wonderful little restaurant, the uh, Family from Mexico just, opened it. Just, in just saying the name. Casa Jacaranda. Right, yeah. okay. it opened, <laughs> they opened in Venus. It was this little tiny hole in the wall in Venus for uh, this little family that, that made handmade Mexican food. And I mean really handmade to the point when you come up to it, you smell the poblanos roasting outside. And it, you'll know what this means. This is one of the few Mexican restaurants you go to where they do not say plate is hot because they haven't just turned it and slopped it onto a plate and shoved it through the oven. This is all, you know, handmade carefully, then put on this beautiful piece of stoneware from Mexico. Wow. And it's all really a, uh, it's it's an interior Mexico kind of experience. Uh, the Yelp rankers already rank it as one of the um, most highly ranked restaurants in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a little hole in the wall in Venus. So now they have expanded to Mansfield and they open another little hole in the wall. They didn't succumb to the whole idea of get big and go flashy and add a bar. None of that. They rented a little space that had been a, a little uh, a shawarma shop. And so now in, in, on Country, Country Club Drive, just off Walnut Creek, they have another little hole in the wall, Casa Jacaranda. So it's open for breakfast and lunch Tuesday through breakfast through dinner Tuesday through through Friday, and then brunch Saturday and Sunday and dinner on Saturday. So a Chef Point Casa Jacaranda. There's some other st- uh, new stuff coming up. Um, Riverbend Bistro, which is Chef Sage Security's restaurant, which is out kind of in an industrial park uh, on the east side of Fort Worth, south of the. If you know where the TRE train station in Richland Hills is, it's south of there on Hanley Eaterville Road. He's actually, finally, he took it over about a year ago as a plate lunch cafe, 
and he's now finally retooled it. He calls it Riverbend Bistro. He's added curtains. They use real plates and silverware now. For a while when he opened, he was doing this five-star dining, high cuisine, just like he did in Colleyville, and charged $45 a plate. He was doing it as, as gourmet takeout, putting it in boxes with plasticware, and it was 15 bucks, and everybody loved it. You just did a story on that on Eat Speed, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's on Eat Speed. So so in September, he has a dinner special, two dinners for Mm -hmm. $30. Mm -hmm. So that's a two for 30 dinner to introduce a Riverbend Bistro. Uh, There's so much more going on. Uh, Belzoni's Catfish is really popular in White Settlement on Lupe 20. Uh, That's the old Cooley's family. We're looking forward to having them on the podcast in the future. And then the closings, I don't know. Guys, I got (laughs) to say... The restaurant in Montgomery Plaza. The cursed that has location. Closed 18, you didn't ever have a restaurant in there, Brian. No. Because okay. <laughs> a lot of people have. Yes, they yeah, have. The, no. So the, ninth, the eighth and ninth restaurants to close mm-hmm. in 11 years in that space in Montgomery Plaza. Wow. And, and this one was like, what was the name of it? Bourbon and uh, barrel, barrel? Barrel and Bones. Barrel and Bones. bones. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, was yeah. Like, it was like a, a, a barbecue place that focused on the bourbon. Right, and yes, a lot of bourbon, and the barbecue was like from different regions, so it's like uh, they had like Carolina style and diff- yeah. all, all different types of styles, but, yeah. but the emphasis was on the bourbon. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. that it, It's a valiant effort. It looked mm-hmm. like somebody well, you know, was sitting there with an investor who said, well, you gotta emphasize the bourbon if you're gonna draw any revenue, and but you know, I, it just was taking it too far, and there's mm-hmm. nobody who's sitting around in the polls saying, you know, how many people want to have five different regions of barbecue? It's like, you know, that's that's not something that was going to work. Bourbon Street Oyster was popular. Mm-hmm. They had char grilled oysters, but you know, not as good as some of the other places around. But so yeah. those places closed, and the Grape in Dallas, which is a great old familiar bistro, oh, that is finally closing. So that that's going to hurt. People have a lot of memories of that. To follow all the dining news, you read StarTelegram.com under entertainment, restaurants. Go to DFW.com. Follow Eat Speed on Twitter. Follow TX Weekend Chef on Twitter. And be sure and come back with us again for another Eat Speed podcast. Brian, thank you very much. you thank have any you. anything else in, on your mind about good places? Where have, you, where have you been lately that we didn't talk about that was good? I've been to the Bird Cafe. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I do See, have to say, give, if you guys give me... 30 to 40 days, we'll have new menus rolling in here. 30 mm-hmm. to 40 days, new menus. Yeah. Okay. So by Thanksgiving. I'm hoping menus. by the, towards the end of October, we'll have it done. Okay. Do so. you know anything that you're going to put on the menu new that you can tell us? Seafood. It's, it's still, it's still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress. I don't want to overwhelm the, the, the changes. I want to make them subtle again. You know, there's many aspects to what we're doing here. It's the food, it's the efficiency of the kitchen and it's utilizing the, the great talent I have in the house. I've got great talent here, and I just want to take advantage of it. So we're we're, we're working on it. It's, it's going to be a nice, I don't want to say a surprise, but it'll be a nice change. All right, thanks very much, Brian Olin Jack, for being our guest, the new chef at Bird Cafe in downtown Fort Worth. And until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. 